Welcome to Empathetically Apathetic. We are mixed race sisters and mental health therapists who care a lot and also not at all. My name is Madeline. I use she, they pronouns. I'm a clinical social worker and equity consultant. My name is Rachel. I use she, her pronouns. I'm a professional mental health counselor and cat mom. We love to process. We like to judge the world. And mostly we like to think we're funny. Here's our usual disclaimer. While we are therapists, this is not therapy or any form of consultation. Anyway. Welcome back to another episode. Today, we are trying our best. (laughs) Doing our best. To talk about healthy relationships. Yes. Whatever that is. But what even is that? Yeah, that's why I paused. I was like, wait. <laughs> Should I'm I ready jump for in you with to... some definitions? <laughs> I don't know. Healthy relationships. Why 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 do you think this is important for us to talk about, first of all? Like why do you think this is like something we are like this is a must? I feel like I'm on a panel with that question. Okay, we could do it panel style. <laughs> um, I think healthy relationships. <laughs> it sounds like are... you're responding on a panel. <laughs> okay, go. <laughs> well, now I don't feel safe because you were just judging me no, from I... your response. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> the face that you made was so like, I heard it, I acknowledged it, I accept it. You're right. Go. Okay. Go. <laughs> um, I think I think there are many many reasons why this topic is really important. One of the, I think the first thing that comes to my mind right now is that as therapists, healthy relationships, we are just modeling and teaching folks how to be in healthy relationships. Mm-hmm. right like we were just talking about this the other day right where um um therapy yes it's like to heal from things it is to address behavioral things it is to address trauma and all all the sorts right all the ooey gooey things but ultimately like really down to its core it's to unlearn and relearn how to be in relationship with yourself and with others yeah and so it's like a fun it's like the fundamental part to our jobs therefore but also like the fundamental part to like being human a fundamental part to being human yes exactly i think that like when you can't just be coughing like that rachel why Oh, <laughs> it's like, wait, what do you mean? <laughs> kind of forgot that was happening. Uh, oh, gosh. <laughs> anyways, I think that when it comes to my clients, but my own personal relationships, like, and just like what I value in life, like at the end of the day and at the end of my life, I think a lot about the fact that like all I'm going to look back and care about is the people in it you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and like experiences I'd had sure but more often than not those experiences are going to involve the people in my life Mm -hmm. you know and so like were we talking about that on a different episode 
probably. What were we talking about that? That might have been on the self-care episode something. Oh, I think so, yeah. Yeah, but um, but I think that's why, like, when it comes to, like, my work with clients and often helping them come in saying one thing that they're wanting to work on, mm-hmm. more often than not, I'm like, you say uh, that now. <laughs> you say that now. <laughs> you say you just want to learn how to cope with your anger, but really you're angry because your relationships to people is are yeah. unhealthy or, yeah. you know, um, you're, you're wounded yeah. and you want to heal from that and all this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, not always, but like that pretty much every time someone comes into therapy, I'm like, it's a relational problem oh, more yeah. so than not. Um, and so like that, I think extends into like how I practice my relationships with people in my personal life extends into my professional life as well. Um, yeah. And yeah, it's just like a daily, always present thing, mm-hmm. you know? So, like, I think that's a big reason why we were like, yeah, this Let's is going to be a big it. one. <laughs> yeah. I also think that be- for us within our relationship, within the last few years, several years at this point, maybe, mm-hmm. um, we have really done a lot of work to like, strengthen build and like deepen our relationship and that because we are we are very similar but we are also so so different we navigate the world so differently and I think that that informs us of how to be in relationship with other people in healthy ways that are wildly different from us and I think that's an interesting like thing to unpack of like there are certain relationships in my life that are so healthy that they end up being the things that model how I'm in relationship with other people that aren't quite there yet. Other relationships that aren't quite there yet. Does that make sense? Like in your personal life? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I think if you're working on having... <laughs> your <sorry>. face? <laughs> I was like trying to follow. and I feel like that I was, made sense, right? No, it did. I think like... I'm sure it made sense. Um, but... For some reason, I got lost in it, so I was trying to follow. But, um, yes, I think when you work on a healthy relationship with one person, that naturally extends into other relationships, right? And I think, like, you learn how to – it's just like with anything. Like, when you practice one thing with one person or, you know, in one situation, it then kind of – bleeds into other stuff too yeah it gets generalized is that what you're saying no I I mean yes and I think that it's more so like um the healthiest relationships that are in my life continue to give me examples of what healthy is yes so I see in other relationships that aren't quite there yet I'm like oh even though that person's very different than this other really healthy relationship that I have, I can understand that this isn't healthy because this would never happen in this other relationship oh, yeah, or something true. like that. Like these other, like the, the closest relation, the closest healthiest relationships that I have become the like examples oh, okay, that I okay. set for all these other relationships. They become the, the standard, yeah, that makes sense. right? Gotcha. I see what you're saying. 
And so I think that yeah, that happens with our relationship is that mm-hmm. for me, it's one of, it's one of the standards right. that I model other relationships after. I'm like, <laughs> never, excuse me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I agree. I compare, I tend to compare my relationships with different people. Yeah. Um, like the ones that I feel are most healthy and where I feel the best in. I then look at my other ones and say, what is what is lacking in this potentially yeah what could be changed Um, yeah yeah and it's not with judgment right it's like with reflect no i know sometimes it's with reflection of like it's with okay if this if something unhealthy is happening happening in one relationship that would never happen in another relationship why is that why, what is the difference? What is the stopgap? And how yeah. can we, like, address it, right? Because yeah. it's not just, like, I'm being, like, this would never happen with Rachel or this would never happen with so-and-so. And then that's it. And I just, like, <laughs> leave with no, the frustration, yeah. you know? It, it gives you room to really be, like, okay, I have to, like, work on something with this person. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And also, right, like, we're just not... We're just not taught what healthy relationships are. Nope. Like, literally not <laughs> no. at all. Like, I was just saying to someone recently that I was like, why are we not taught this in school? Like, right. why is this not a class? Yeah. Like, mental health in general should be a class. Y'all, but, here's like, your class. This is your class. <laughs> Welcome. Day one. Orientation. Here's the syllabus. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this We don't have a syllabus. We the don't. syllabus is the, is the description. Yeah. <laughs> So this is the description. Um, that asks you to send us DMs and money. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, like, why is that not a class? And we're not taught this at all. And so then, like, what ends up happening is we have to, like, learn so much later on. Mm-hmm. Like you said, so much unlearning mm-hmm. later on. Um, mm-hmm. But let's not get too far into that. How would you define a relationship what is what is what, what is healthy and what is a relationship oh those are big questions those but we cannot ask different. those at the same time okay okay which one do you what want to talk is, about first what is a relationship so it's just talking about this with um with someone who was expressing to me that the person that they're seeing is like uh, they've been seeing each other for like a long time and they're like that their person that they're seeing is like I just like don't want to call this a relationship we're not in a relationship and I'm just like <laughs> we were talking about it and I was like I hate to, who's who's gonna tell them that y'all like yeah. are in a relationship like who mm. who's gonna be the one to tell them because regardless of if you put whatever title on it the fact that y'all are seeing each other romantically, sexually, and monogamously, that's, uh... <laughs> that's like literally all the definitions <laughs> of like a romantic relationship. It, it is. Yeah, what? It, it just is. It just so, is. It just, it just is. And I keep my like silly like social media tiktok brain just keeps thinking of all of those tiktok questions <laughs> that are just like like i can't even like 
like, if no relationship, why feelings? (laughs) (laughs) If no relationship, why care? If no relationship, why bang? (laughs) (laughs) If not relationship, why no name? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) If no relationship, why talk? If no relationship, why eye contact? (laughs) If no relationship, why save number and phone? Ooh. (laughs) Ooh. That's a big one. If no relationship, why have boundaries? It got deep. I mean, you can have relationships without boundaries. That's true. That's true. That's That's true. But if you have a a relationship with identified boundaries, then you're definitely in a relationship. That is true. Yeah. Right? (laughs) If no relationship, why breathe same air? Why speak words? <laughs> Honestly, though, like, there, I mean, we could yeah. go on forever. If no relationship, why in close proximity? <laughs> <laughs> if no relationship, why I see your routine every day? Oh, my God. <laughs> Through oh, your window? That's, wait. <laughs> that's, that's not a relationship. That's talking. My bad. <laughs> Yeah, all of these things are like, if no relationship, why no name? But you don't know mine. (laughs) Yeah. If no relationship, why no social security number? (laughs) This is not that episode. No, that's that's a different... I don't know if we'll ever do an episode on stalking. That's not really... I'm not really into it. (laughs) It's not really an interest of mine. I'm apathetic. I can't use that word now. No, we would never use. We burned it forever. Um, yeah. Well, I think it's that's the thing. Like, relationships exist even if they don't feel deep or meaningful or serious or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, favorite relationships can be as simple as like just knowing each other. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, it may be minute, you know? Yeah. But it doesn't, like... Or short-lived. Yeah. Or, like, whatever. Exactly. And I think... Sporadic. Right? Yeah, it doesn't have to be something you, like, maintain all the time Mm -hmm. with someone. Um, Mm -hmm. But, like, people think that being in a relationship means having, like, a commitment to one another or, like always being in each other's lives or, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever. And, or having like deep, intense, like feelings involved. And that's not necessarily true. I have relationships with people that I don't want to have relationships with, like coworkers. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like that's a type of relationship. (laughs) What? You know, I did tell someone, um, this week though, uh, that's like trying to break up with someone else. And I was like, they're having a really hard time breaking up with them. And I was like, you know, for all of the things that you need consent for in life, you don't need that person's consent to break up with them. True. That's so true. Like, because you aren't getting their consent, you're setting a boundary. Yeah. And them, and them not abiding by it is actually yeah. just violating your boundary. Mm-hmm. But anyway, we don't need to dive into the whole of boundaries yet because you know I won't There's ever come out so of it. There's so much to talk about with boundaries. 
Ooh, I like your song. Thank you. I was really trying. That was good. Yeah. You should have said it was effortless. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> I'm just authentic, you know? <laughs> just tell the truth. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I think, like, relationships can form, can come in all forms. Yeah. Right? Like, like you said, even relationships with people at work, even relation friends. You and I are in a relationship because we're siblings and um, parents, other family members, mm-hmm. um, obviously romantic partners, mm-hmm. um, romantic partners <laughs> and sexual partners. Sometimes mm-hmm. they're romantic but not sexual. Sometimes they're sexual but not romantic. Those are different things yeah, too. Totally. Yeah. There's there's so many, and I think it's up to a lot of people like individually to think about how they define their own relationships mm-hmm. but you have to define a relationship between you and that other person that you're in a mm-hmm. relationship with I think if that makes sense like yeah. it is not fair to decide like in the um example of the person you're talking about of like who's gonna tell them that you guys are in a relationship mm-hmm. like one person doesn't get to decide what that relationship is without yeah. the other person's agreement you yeah. know what I mean and I feel like that happens a lot yeah. People are like, well, I'm not really into having anything serious or whatever, so I don't want to label it. Okay, that's cool for you, but, like, we also have to be in mutual agreement about what this is. Yeah, but I also think people just get so caught up on the label. They get so caught up in the language, yeah. right? Because if y'all agree on the boundaries, if y'all agree on, like, the structure and the nature of your relationship, but you just don't agree on the label and the title that seems so silly to me yes I agree right and I and I and I can I'm trying I I'm trying to expand my frame around it and say like in what instance or because I feel like there are folks where like they feel very differently and they're like the title means a lot and there's like there's a lot of weight with it but I'm just like I just feel like once again with that example like Y'all are in a relationship anyway. Yes. Like, relationship, like, big R. Yeah. You know? Well, I think like, some people have a lot of kind of, like, more traditional values around labeling and things like that. Like, that feels mm-hmm. very traditional. Um, and that's fine. But I think it gets kind of silly when, like, um, <sighs> like, if you want that, but the other person doesn't, then you at least have to be able to, like, communicate openly about your desires around, like, how you want to define your relationship. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, like, how, whether or not labels is important to you. Like, you need to, like, at least respect what the other person wants to yeah. some degree, you know? And I think, like, what gets problematic is when people are like, well, I want it this way. And the other person's like, well, I don't. And then they just don't ever talk about and it. That's or it. that's it. That's the end of the yeah. conversation. And it's like, okay, what? There could be a middle ground or just a simple understanding of how you're both going to talk about your relationship, you know? Yeah. This is very true. Thank you. (laughs) I'm sorry. I just, I just agree. (laughs) It was that simple. That is where I stand. And that's where. It's just very healthy conversation we're having then. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, so then what, then I guess 
we can probably go to your next question since you asked me two questions and I was overwhelmed by the two questions at the one time. What are health? Should we just like? What is healthy? Yeah, what is healthy? What is unhealthy versus healthy? I don't know which one to do first. I feel oh, I don't know. My ADHD is kicking in, and I don't feel like I can prioritize one or the over the other. <laughs> so you do it. This is what you bring. <laughs> what is healthy versus unhealthy? I think that it is hard to say. <laughs> um. There's a... I don't know. I mean, okay, I'm getting so stuck, too. You threw me I off. Have, I feel like now you gave me your ADHD or something. It's not contagious, it first is. of all. <laughs> if it was, you would have gotten it so long ago. Think know, about right? it. Sure. Um, one relationship or one relationship um, distinction we didn't make thus far was that, like, all of the relationships that we've talked about so far are relationships with other people. And the yes. most important relationship is the relationship with yourself. Yes. Right? Sometimes I it, I talked about, I think I talked about it in the self-care episode in terms of like being in community oh, yeah. with yourself mm-hmm. and being in relationship with yourself. And that's like so, so, so important. One thing I think about in terms of relationships is... I really hate when people are like, like, you have to love yourself first mm. before anyone else can love you or before you can love anyone else. Interesting, like, uh, what do you call that? Like, a, it's not a cliche. Is it a cliche? Yeah, kind of, yeah. yeah. Paradox? Uh, no. I don't know. How do you word. say that word? Um, adage? Adage? <laughs> adage 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 <laughs> I don't know why I say it when I say adage I like never say it out loud that's adage. probably why um is that what that is yeah proverb dude I don't know <laughs> 2006 proverb <laughs> <laughs> yeah I really don't like it when people say that but in the context of like what we're talking about mostly in this um episode we're talking about interpersonal relationships Mm -hmm. which is the relationships to others and then but that relationship to self is intrapersonal Mm -hmm. and people don't often think about that as much Mm -hmm. um I see a lot of people just kind of existing and thinking that like yeah their relationship to their self is like not as important or they kind of neglect it a lot of the time Mm -hmm. um or that like it's still it's somehow working on your quote unquote working on yourself is somewhat separate is separate than just separate from being in relationship with other people and it's still the same thing all of the all of the components that you need to be in healthy relationships with other people you need in order to be in healthy relationship with yourself absolutely so when you quote unquote work on yourself you're doing all of that same stuff with other people and those things don't have to come one before the other they can happen simultaneously simultaneously yeah they can happen together concurrently concurrently yeah throughout your lifetime and they will happen throughout your lifetime regardless of if you like it or not they're gonna happen Mm -hmm. because you're always going to be in relationship with yourself regardless of if you want to be or not i recently had someone talk to me they were like how do you, like, about that question, like, do you need to love yourself in order to, like, be able to have relationships or love other people or have other 
No. And I was just like, <laughs> what? I had a hard time answering it in the moment, um, but I was like, no. But yes, like, it's both is what I said then exactly what you just said. Like, mm-hmm. you have to be able to do both. But, like, when you make choices for yourself of, like, I'm going to be intentional about how I, you know, communicate or be vulnerable or have boundaries and all this stuff, it extends into your relationships outside of yourself as well and vice mm-hmm. versa. Like, mm-hmm. you have to do both. Yeah. And if you don't, it's not going to – you're not going to be totally there. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. You yeah, need, yeah. Yeah. It's not – it's not enough. And at the same time, I think that, like, you don't, how do I say this? Like, I think about a lot of folks that I've worked with over the years, and even just folks I'm in community with, where it's like, you can, have, it's not an, it's not an all or nothing thing. Where, like, you have to be, you have to be working on yourself in order to be able to work on your relationships with other people. Yeah. Like, you can work on, there's so, people are so complex and depending on how, how, like, the, I guess, the dysfunction in terms of the relationship with yourself shows up Mm -hmm. and impacts your relationships with others it may not be as, like, impactful as for other people. Does that make sense? So if someone's like, I have a lot of Mm self-loathing and I just, like, I hate myself and I'm like, but I really, really value this sense of community. I really, really value having close relationships and I give a ton to these relationships so they do have a ton of actually like pretty healthy relationships but you're right they're probably not fully to the fullest quote-unquote potential that they could be in terms of being healthy because they could be even better if you if they like didn't hate themselves Yeah. yeah but it's not like it's not absolutely necessary Exactly. It's yeah. not going, it's not hindering their capacity necessarily yeah. too much to be able to be in healthy relationships with somebody else. Totally. Right. Well, I think a lot of times people can be in healthy relationships with other people, but then that sometimes that crosses a line of like giving too much to those other people mm-hmm. or whatever, you know what I mean? Like putting so much energy into your relationships interpersonally mm-hmm. um, and often then neglecting yourself. Because yeah. it's easier, potentially, or whatever, you know, yeah. um, than, like, looking inwards and doing that work. But, yeah, you're right. Those two can exist. Uh, right. Yeah. Right. And so, anyway, but I also, like, I think one of my big, like, qualms with the, like, the myth that you have to love yourself first is that, like, If you've never been shown love, how are you supposed to learn that? Dude, yeah. You don't. Exactly. So you have to be in relationship with other people in which others show you love. Yeah. In which people model that and model healthy relationships for you and to you, with you, in order for you to be like, oh, this feels safe. Oh, I feel loved. Oh, I feel worthy. 
Because otherwise you're never going to learn it because it's not like you just read a book on self-love. No. That's why a yeah. lot of these like self-help, self-love books aren't that effective. Yeah. Because you can't just read a book and learn how to love yourself. Yeah. And like, and the thing is like part of like doing that internal work is like being able to practice identifying what relationships you're receiving and like things that you're receiving that actually are healthy versus not. Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially when you grew up, grew up learning and believing that the things you did have that maybe weren't actually love were quote unquote love, you know? Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. And so it's just, I just like have so many issues with with that. How many times do you think I can sing throughout this episode? Just sing the rest of the episode. Okay. Oh, don't actually. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. (laughs) Well, you said, you said I should practice. It doesn't have, your practice doesn't have to be recorded. (laughs) (laughs) I think it does for proof that I'm doing it. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Well, so then back to the question of what is a healthy relationship? Yeah. What, so, what are, like, the main components of a healthy relationship? Well, we already talked about boundaries. We already mentioned boundaries. boundaries. Madeline loves talking about boundaries. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you say... <laughs> Don't be annoyed, okay? It's like <laughs> no, keeps... I'm not annoyed. <laughs> My relationship's very healthy, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Anytime you walk into a conversation with Madeline, it's probably about boundaries. Oh, I love it. Just... <laughs> boundaries. Effective communication. Uh Fills your what? My cup. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Boundaries fill your cup? Yeah. Like, in a good way. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's... No, yeah. it's not a bad thing. I think I just, like... But... <laughs> I'm not sure what my response is right now. <laughs> I'm not sure what my response is. Sorry. <laughs> Effective communication. Um, accountability. Wait, no. We can't... Are we going to break this down? Are we just listing things? Are we not, not going to skip over, like... Our whole blurb about effective communication, because I got a lot of feelings about no, that. No, we're not skipping over it. Okay. I'm just like oh, listening. Gosh. <laughs> you seemed upset. I know. I just have a lot. Of, I said I have I a lot of feelings about communication. That. Yes. No, we're not. We're not skipping over. Yeah, okay. I was just gonna. We list did them skip off over and... conflict. Con- conflict, rupture, and repair. Sorry. Yeah. Rupture and repair is the same thing as conflict and resolution with different words. Gotcha. Yes. Just because that's like a therapy. <laughs> Word, like language. Stop trying to teach. I'm not people. I'm not trying to teach. <laughs> Don't tell them our secrets. Tell them our secrets. Stop. <laughs> I thought you were like, stop trying to be. Con- you're so condescending. <laughs> Instead, you're like, you're giving out trade secrets. <laughs> Except they're not really trade secrets because you could Google it. <laughs> we don't get paid any money for this. Stop. Shh. One day we will. <laughs> We don't get paid that much money for being therapists either. <laughs> One day we might. Ready to leave off? Accountability, vulnerability, vulnerability. intentional intimacy. Mm. Yeah. Intentional intimacy. Also, um, Un- I don't know. What if about we... unintentional intimacy? accidental intimacy yeah like oh this is like i didn't mean for this to be an intimate moment but here we are yeah 
Just intimacy in general is what I was saying. Yeah, intimacy, but you also have to have you. Yes, you have to be intentional about it. <laughs> you like we didn't we didn't plan we this didn't, intimacy. It actually, like wasn't scheduled. So yeah, you didn't. It's plan not genuine. To hold my hand. Um, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't mark down cuddling while we watched this movie. So not tonight. <laughs> Deer. <laughs> Gosh, ew. Ah. If someone ever calls me a deer, oh, we're breaking up. <laughs> <laughs> Don't call me that. Um, What was I going to say? Oh, we talked about it earlier. Fun. You need fun. Oh, yeah. Like, just pleasure. Yes. Pleasure. pleasure. Fun. Yes, because you and I have different ideas yes, of what fun is. Yeah, exactly. Pleasure. Because I think that... Joy. Enjoyment. Enjoyment. Yeah. Like, feeling... Um, Laughter. You, I mean, not everyone Live, laugh, laugh, love. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, because not everyone needs, like... I don't people okay. define fun differently. Yeah, obviously. exactly. But that's why I'm saying you like, def- pleasure, like what you not feel everyone is needs good. excitement. Yes, which is well, how- but actually, people define excitement differently too. It's all subjective. Okay, let's move on. Let's not get let's into just say my definition of fun. Good feelings. Good feelings. <laughs> good feelings. You good times. Good, good feelings. <laughs> yes, we're probably missing some stuff to be honest, but those yeah. are like main. Yeah, headers, I think of like what it takes to build a very well-rounded relationship and fulfilling relationship. Mm-hmm. I think. Um, Agreed. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about effective communication because I also have a lot, a lot of feelings about it. Yes. Okay. Where do you want to start? Why? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Why do people think? That communication is the only thing you need in a relationship. When I ask people, what do you, what are your, like, what do you need from a relationship? Or what do you think is a healthy relationship? They're just like, good communication. Mm-hmm. Okay, but what is, what is good communication? What is that? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I they just, can't define like, it. Like, it all, everyone, a lot of folks that I, have, like, a lot of folks think that, it just comes down to communication. Everything yes. comes down to communication. And actually, no. I think it everything actually comes down to safety. Mm, yes. Agreed. Yes. Safety and, I think, understanding. Yes. Like, that connection, you know? Yeah. Um, being able to feel safe. And really, like, have an understanding of, like, another person's emotions, feelings, thoughts, and, like, how that informs them as a person, if that makes sense. And, like, their, like, behaviors and the things they do. Yeah. And this is where, like, the work that I do with, like, MBT, which is mentalization-based therapy, it's very, like, intentional about, like, the healthy (laughs) relationships And things come down to me as a person being able to, like, think and reflect on, like, what your internal experience might be informing how you're 
behaving and how mm-hmm. you're relating, how you're responding. Yeah. Right. And being able to like take that information and understand myself mm-hmm. and integrate all of that. If yeah. that makes sense. Why do people think that communication is like the number one thing? I honestly think it's because like it gives them a tangible thing to focus on that is outside of themselves. Ah. Oof. <laughs> right? Oof. Yeah. So like uh, something that is like a practical thing to work on that yes. doesn't require quote unquote internal work on yes. like your own feelings, issues, trauma, whatever. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Every and they, time. Yeah. And it's something that you can say people... it's their problem. Yeah, 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 right? yeah, yeah. Every time more than one person sees me, albeit a couple, a family or whatever, whoever comes to see me, they're like, I, we just need to work on our communication. Yeah. And I'm like, no, eh, you know. it's not that. It's, it's not that. And it's one of those things where like one of my old undergrad professors, and I don't know if I've said this on any of our episodes, um, but he had said, not related to like communication, but he had said, X never marks the spot. Yeah. And I fully believe this. Yeah. Like, when someone comes in to see me, mm, no. Especially if you come in saying, we just need, I just need to work on communication. We just need to work on communication. No, 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 no. Do you ever just sit there and be like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Am I allowed to agree? (laughs) Yes. <laughs> and not have like negative repercussions at my job. <laughs> yes. What? <laughs> I'm, sc- I'm scared. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, I think like that's the thing. It's like it really. I understand why people think that. Oh, that's the definitely. Problem. Yeah. You know what I mean. So yeah. I'm very validating, being mm-hmm. like, yeah. And I also recognize communication is just a skill set. Yeah. It is not a problem mm-hmm. necessarily that needs to be fixed yeah. right you need to build a skill but you also need to understand and work on the underlying issue oh and yeah. if you're not doing both of those things communication yeah. and going to do you nothing well also like you know if, I mean? if communication is the only thing that you want to work on in therapy um go to a behavioral therapist because yes. that's not that's not me i'm that a trauma therapist that ain't me yeah so i'm not I'm not going to be working, like, you're going to be working on behaviors. Yeah. If you want to work on the deep stuff, if you want to work on your trauma, yeah, come to me. Yeah. You're not going to have fun. Actually, you might. <laughs> yeah, wait. Wait, I'm it's a really like... fun therapist. What am I saying? Like, I, may, I crack a lot of jokes in session. Uh, you're going to cry a lot. It's yeah. going to suck for you. <laughs> <laughs> it, it might, it might not be, yeah. it's not going to be, oh, like, gonna... you're not going to have as much, like, tangible, yeah. Um, you're not going to walk out of session being like, okay, now I know I need to do this and yeah. this and this, and that will help my problems. Yeah. Right. Then you're not going to have these like really concrete things because that's not what I do. Yeah. And that those aren't the things that are at the roots of what's yeah. coming up for you in a day to, on a day to day basis. I do tend to work on people on like basic communication skills mm-hmm. that do help them for sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like <laughs> I'm not going to be like. No, 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 no. We're no, not no, 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 talking no. about your Tell communication. Tell me about something deeper. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to be like... No. But, like, so I, I will give people actual skills because, like, we need For those, sure. right? But it'll always come, I think, a lot of times with this, like, uh, follow-up of, but let's go to the real issue mm-hmm. here. Like, here's the skill that you can use and... 
what's causing this to be an issue. Yeah. And so, like, let's talk about that. But I think the thing is people often come in saying, like, I want to work on this thing and blah, blah, blah. But, like, they don't anticipate that (laughs) the the work is going to be directed inwards. Mm -hmm. Not really. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's... That's hard for people to grapple with, I think, a lot yeah. of the time. But yeah, it's interesting of... too because mm-hmm. I do the like, I think you, I don't know if you meant for it to be like, here's the skill and then here's the deeper work. I think I tend, I don't know if you meant it that way, but I received it like mm-hmm. a step one, step two type of thing. Meh. Anyway, it just depends. Yeah, I think of it very much of like, Let's build the insight yeah. of this deeper thing. Oh, yeah. Now that you understand why this is happening, let's take that, keep that in mind, keep that in the back of your head when you're practicing yeah. this skill because that's why you totally. need this skill, right? Yeah. Well, I think it's all, yeah, it all exists in the same bubble. It's not so like, yeah, it really isn't. Sure. So it just depends on situationally what yeah. what's happening for a person. Yeah. Um, sometimes I do just being like, here you go. <laughs> Try it out. See what works. Yeah. Because they may not be ready to go deeper. You know oh, what I mean? So I have sure. to be very, like, I'm not trying to. Too. <laughs> <laughs> this makes it seem like I'm just yeah, like, you're... come to me when yeah. you're ready for ch- to talk about your, your trauma. trauma. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> that's not that's not the case. But, but I mean, but the reality of it is, is that I am a trauma therapist. Sure. And so people do come to me yeah. to explore trauma. Yes. That's the thing. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Not moving on. <laughs> Take <it laughs> Going back. back. <laughs> Starting again. I'm sorry. I <laughs> From the top. I also Make had, a drop. I'll... <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> sorry. Go ahead. Got this weak-ass communication. <laughs> anyway. Um... Another thing that also kind of irks me when people think of quote-unquote good communication Mm -hmm. is they think that good communication just means that you tell the other person everything all the time. Yeah. No, I told them exactly what I was thinking. I'm trying to be honest. I'm trying to be upfront. I'm trying to be direct. All these things. I'm trying to be a good communicator. Good (laughs) communication is not good if not without structure, boundaries, intentionality, like, and empathy and all the things, right? Like, you have to be, like, that's not, also, I don't even, I don't, I don't use the language of good communication anyway, because that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Right? That doesn't really make sense. Effective communication, because what's working? Effective or healthy, yeah. Yeah, what's working and what's not working. Yeah. Right, and effective communication comes with intentionality. Yeah, and it comes with like care, yeah. and and being someone who just like says whatever is on their mind at all times is actually really self-serving. Mm-hmm. That's about you. You mm-hmm. don't care about what other people are feeling or thinking mm-hmm. or what they have to, you know, how are they contributing to that yeah. conversation. You care about you laying it all out on the line in whatever way, shape, or form you're doing yeah. that. You know what I mean? And that's not, that's not effective. Yeah. Sometimes, as a person with ADHD, sometimes I can't help it. But once again, sure, to be an effective you'd... communicator, I still hold a lot of boundaries yes. around, like, not blurting things out. But it also, you also have an awareness of that happening and are able to communicate often, sometimes when that's happening or the reason why you're doing it. That's you true. know what I mean? And that is effective, you know? Yeah. 
or like yeah does that make sense yeah okay and also like all a lot of these things right intertwine a lot of the things that we were talking about in terms of like not just communication but like communication accountability vulnerability boundaries conflict all of these things intertwine yeah awareness is what i feel like is missing oh yeah awareness um and like you need to be able to practice in effective communication you have to be able to practice accountability and vulnerability and establishing healthy boundaries and they all the things right like but in like but in having healthy conflict you have to be able to effectively communicate yes they're all they all you need all the things it's like a spider web oh yeah what <laughs> what was that response spider webs are beautiful yeah but there's a lot going on yeah yeah but That's... it is right like it's all connected and intertwined um yeah that was that that was that reaction oh, okay. that, that was it so i know it, it wasn't as profound <laughs> <laughs> sorry Try again. No. Okay. <laughs> I passed. You weren't very excited about my first thought. <laughs> Sorry. You seem yeah. disappointed. <laughs> I just, I think I read it wrong. <laughs> uh, look at us communicating. Hey. High five. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, yes, I think all of those things need to coexist and you have to have like the ability to hold all of that yeah you know and some people don't have the capacity in a lot of ways to like um implement some of these things to have healthy relationships i think everyone has the potential Mm -hmm. for sure um some people don't have the same abilities as others right and it can be frustrating i think too when you're someone who does have more capacity and ability and you're trying to work on that and develop that in other people and you have to recognize where they're at which I have been in that situation many, 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 many times in my life. I was just... Um, What? I was just talking to somebody about this. And I was kind of, like, ranting about how I'm so exhausted from often, more often than not, I would say, being the person that has to do the emotional labor because the other person's just not there yet in terms of their capacity to have healthy relationships particularly I was like thinking about I was talking about it in in relation to conflict Mm -hmm. but this is true overall but in this context um it was about conflict um and having to like do the labor and then also like hold their feelings. Mm-hmm. But since they don't have the capacity to be in healthy conflict or healthy relationships in this way, they also don't have the capacity to hold my feelings. Yeah. And that feels ex- that feels very exhausting yeah. and frustrating. It's super tiring. And I think especially when like this, this is our jobs but it's also how we just are, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And so, like, I find that with other people, too, where, like, well, I mean, it happens a lot with just, like, men that I meet. Uh, but, like, especially just people where it's, like, my ability to, like, make space and do the work and, you know, have, like, 
be intentional about how I am in relationships, whether it's just like having conversations that need to happen or, you know, like all this stuff. It's like so exhausting to have to like initiate that, to like support other people through that when you just want to like not. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) When it's like just all, all of that responsibility falls into your lap and it it's it's a lot of work and that's the thing it's like if you that person is someone you can't um like end that relationship with like if they're always going to be around in your life for whatever reason like Mm. a lot of people with their parents you know Mm. um you can't you can't just say like well I don't want to do this with you because you can't do it you know oftentimes you have to still figure out over and over again like how am I gonna navigate this with this person and it's exhausting and hard and you know like really painful sometimes Um, yes and so it's like yeah I I think I had a point but I kind of lost it so I want to part of me wants to go down some other rabbit holes of some of the other things because I have a lot of feelings I have a lot of thoughts about like what is healthy conflict too because a lot of folks don't a lot of folks think that having conflict in your relationship at all is unhealthy yeah and that's not true in the slightest you need healthy conflict you need conflict you need to be able to work through problems together Mm -hmm. in all sorts of relationships right i'm just gonna leave it at that because i will go down (laughs) i will go down and and conflict no let me say this last thing. <laughs> Damn. Okay. <laughs> Conflict can be big or small, right? Yes. A lot of folks also think that conflict is always arguments, mm-hmm. and it's not. it's not. A conflict can be something as small as, like, um, I said something ever so slightly a way that you might not have liked. Yeah. Something I say a lot at work um, because I work for like a queer program is like a QT program is but like a very small example of conflict, um, of rupture and repair, conflict and resolution is like, um, is if you accidentally misgender someone, right. Doesn't have to be a big thing. You just correct it and move forward. Yeah. But there was a small rupture and there was a small repair. And you just, it's a very, it can be, it can be very big. Yeah. It can be a very fucked up thing. But it can be very, very small. And that's yeah. also considered a, an example of conflict. Yeah. Um, so you need moments like that too, where you are showing and demonstrating constantly that it's safe to be at odds with each other and come back together. Yes. And often that's how you like, build and maintain and strengthen trust yes yeah like yeah like knowing that this is someone that you're like oh we can do this and we still trust another one another to like be in this yes and not like run away from it or you know whatever yeah for sure does that make sense yeah yeah yeah, for sure for sure yeah like, if we get into an argument, I need to be able to trust that you're not just going to be like, okay, we argued, I'm out. Yes, yes. I'm done. This isn't working. I'm done. It's also... Which happens so often. Yes. 
it's also just how you build more secure attachments. Yep. Right? Which, like, attachment is a whole... Ooh, Another episode. It's a whole other Another episode, episode that I would love to go into. Um. <laughs> okay. We'll do one episode for boundaries, one episode for attachment. <laughs> oh, we gosh. each get our things. We each get our things. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> love that. But, but we'll it is. We'll talk about like, how we are... <laughs> what? Um, codependent. <laughs> Let's not talk about that yet. <laughs> okay. Anyways. Keeping out our trade secrets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think the thing is, like, h- having healthy relationships also means, um, uh, like, understanding and, like, healing in your attachment. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. And people often don't know a lot about mm-hmm. attachment style or yeah. just attachment in general. Mm-hmm. Um which is often where I kind of end up educating folks um, yeah. that I work with. But yeah. but that's the thing. It's like in order to build strength and attachment and attachment that feels good mm-hmm. for you and the other person, you have to go through some of that conflict yeah. and repair it and move forward. Yeah. I also think part of it is that the language around attachment can feel charged for people Mm -hmm. in the sense of like even when they start to scratch the surface of attachment the moment the language is like do you have a secure or insecure attachment and they're like I'm not insecure and you're like just the fact that you said that I think means that you are but that's that but that's not bad and it's okay and like you know what I mean so that feel that can well yeah I've heard I've heard many folks like feel really charged around that language yes so that makes it difficult yes. to want to get past the, to get deeper into doing that internal yeah. work. Yeah. Which is why, yeah, I think you have to approach it very, very particularly. But yeah, anyway, for sure. No need to go into that. But. Yeah. And then I'm not going to even go, I'm not going to dive into boundaries because we'll do a whole other, boundaries are good, you need them, we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> if you know me, we've talked about it. Yes. You, we'll leave it at that. Wait, let's talk about vulnerability for a second. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Not your vulnerability. <laughs> Chill. <laughs> this whole podcast series is my vulnerability. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, my God. <laughs> I just want to touch on that very briefly because I think something that um, people often shy away from is being vulnerable. And it's really hard and everyone tries to kind of move away from it, I think, in Mm -hmm. many aspects of their lives. Mm -hmm. But it's something that, like, it's not even just vulnerability that is necessary. It's, like, um, your own, like, ability to engage with your emotions, Mm -hmm. too, right? It's, like, being able to, like have like emotional awareness and express that and mm-hmm. and it's risky and that is like scary for a lot of yes. folks um for all yes. of us but yes yeah <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> but like that's something i think like i'm always still trying to work on with all of my friends you mm-hmm. know or just people in my life and but i do notice like when there are some people who are just like a lot more guarded than others and that's really it makes it hard to, like, relate and, like, engage in relationships oh, yeah. with people who are so guarded and so unwilling to, like, engage in vulnerability. Um, yeah. So, anyways, we can move on now. 
because clearly you don't want to talk about it anymore. My, my therapist, um, when I first started working with her, she had asked me, we were getting to a fairly vulnerable topic, and she had asked me what my relationship was to vulnerability, and I laughed in her face. <laughs> <laughs> I straight up, I straight up just laughed at her, and I was like, what relationship? Mm-hmm. I used to. Who's going to tell you that you're already in a relationship? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> but. <laughs> Someone needs to tell Someone me. Someone needs to uh, tell you. <laughs> I'm not going to listen. Um, and I used to. Uh, I used to joke so much. Not. I mean, not for a long time because I haven't been a therapist for a super long time, obviously. Um, but, um, I would be like, "Ah, when you're a therapist who's allergic to their own feelings. (laughs) So I was like, (laughs) I just skip it along, (laughs) run it away. (laughs) You're terrible. And now I'm like, oh, there's a feeling and I, that's okay. We can move on. We're good. We're good. Oh my god! I've acknowledged it. I did the work. I did the thing. <laughs> try, try harder. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. So we should move into what is unhealthy. Yeah. And I think we could easily just say, like, obviously, like, a lot of the opposition to the things that we just discussed. Oh, for sure. Um, but, or absence of. My bad, I pulled my cord. Um, anyway, so, like, yeah, like, the absence of that or opposition of those things that we just discussed. Um, but it can also be things just, like, um, even more specific to, like, language and behaviors. Yes. Um, in, and I also want to acknowledge, too, that there's a difference between unhealthy relationships and, like, abusive relationships. Oh, yeah. Or, like, like intimate, toxic relationships. Intimate partner violence is a separate thing yeah. than just, like, general unhealthiness and... Like, that's just because your relationship is unhealthy doesn't mean that it is abusive or yeah. violent. Yeah. Um, and that's a, that's another se- that's a separate episode. Totally. Um, it's so a very separate thing. It's a very like... separate thing in a very separate conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And same with, like, same with toxic relationships. And I feel mm-hmm. like the word, the language of toxic relationships is so overused. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to identify. It makes it, yeah, I agree, I agree. And a lot of folks are like, well, it's just, it's just really toxic. And I'm like, what does that mean? Right? What does that look like? Because you can have an unhealthy relationship and an ineffective relationship Mm -hmm. without it being toxic. Yes. Now, mind you, toxic relationships and abusive relationships are wildly unhealthy. Yes. (laughs) There's layers. (laughs) There's a lot of layers to this. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah, but yeah, things like language, like blaming language, yes. shaming language, or you did this, you mm-hmm. should do this. Passive sh- aggressiveness. Yeah. Ugh, that's like one yeah. of my biggest things where I can't stand I I can't. I can't I can't have it in any of my relationships. No. Yeah. It oh just like yeah. it's so activating yeah. <laughs> to be around. Um I think when you place the focus, when placing the focus on yourself, mm-hmm. right? 
putting oh, yourself God, above yeah. the other person you're in relationship incredibly with. Incredibly self-oriented. Mm-hmm. 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 In talking about boundaries, the one thing I will say is having really inconsistent, confusing, or, like, nonsensical boundaries. Like, having having rules that don't make sense. Because boundaries aren't rules, right? No. And so... People think that they are. People think that sure. they are, but they're not. Um, boundaries are what keeps us safe. Yeah. Rules are what keeps people in line. Ugh. Think of a ruler. Ooh. What? It just clicked in my head. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, boundaries are like if you put, like, an imaginary... <laughs> about to go. Okay, go, go, go. Yeah, I hear yeah, you. Yeah, I'm like with I'm you. I'm imagining, like, when you, like, have a boundary... Oh, wait, someone... Who describes it this way? I don't remember. Maybe someone in grad school, like, describe, like, boundaries as, like, the fencing outside of your house. Like, this is my space, and I keep it safe, if that makes sense. Yeah. That's not, like, the best analogy, but that's yeah, what I was kind thinking of, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, is, like, this is, like... I'm putting this here because this is, like, where I need to be, like, I need some kind of visual separation. Yeah. Um, yeah, it makes sense. And then yeah. you have, like, it's not the only soft and hard boundaries in which yes. you have, like, a gate that you can, like, open yes. and close. You and get then, to like, my house it. is locked. You don't get to come in. Yeah. Or whatever, you know. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Um, anyway, anyway. But, like, yeah, having really inconsistent boundaries that don't really make a lot of sense that aren't, like, like, someone can't, like, anticipate them. They can't follow it they can't understand it mm-hmm. things like that yeah yeah that makes it like really difficult to understand what is like a actual boundary versus what is you just saying things and I have to follow them along yeah um, because then yeah. it's controlling yes it is controlling and that I think brings us to this other point of like manipulation tactics in relationships are also really unhealthy Um, and controlling and controlling and controlling is manipulation and manipulation controlling and it's all the same (laughs) (laughs) right and you can be manipulative and controlling without once again being in an intimate partner violence situation those things still are separate also like manipulation and controlling tactics pop up in other relationships too um Intimate partner violence pops up. It shows up in one particular type of relationship. Anyway. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, usually manipulation tactics are things that sometimes people aren't aware that they're doing it. Sometimes they are. Um, mm-hmm. To, you know, have personal gains from something. Mm-hmm. And it's... it. I think sometimes it's hard to decipher manipulation because it's like, does this person know that they're doing this? Or are they doing this intentionally? Is this just, like, a thing, like... Are they just being unaware of, like, how they're impacting other people? Yeah. Right? Is this the only way they know how to get what they want? Yeah, exactly. And it's really hard to decipher that because we can't necessarily, like, go into their mind. Um, I mean, we could try. We could. <laughs> <laughs> I just envisioned, like, opening their mind. Crack that thing open. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, a coconut? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, do it again. <laughs> yeah, and it, I think it. I was thinking about too, just like passive aggressive behavior, feels often kind of manipulative. Um, I can't stand passive aggressive. Yeah, I, I it's oh, like I can't stand it. One I of the biggest things that like I think it's 
very, very activating. Just like it's so, so charged for me. Frustrating to be in the presence of that or receive that yeah. in any way. And, and I think for a long time, like I for sure engaged in passive aggressive behavior, but I think I just learned that that's how relationships work or like how to respond to things. Mm-hmm. Um, but but I would also often sometimes in the past be perceived as being passive aggressive when really I was just um, processing before I responded and mm. and I but I couldn't communicate that well so I couldn't like deny that it was passive aggressive behavior because I was like I don't under I don't know how to like t-. this was when I was like younger like yeah teenage years um but so like but I, I think that that's that often set, when but... passive aggressive behavior comes up is because yes. someone does is taking some time to process, but they can't communicate that that's what they need. Well, exactly, yeah. Right? And it's like, just I wasn't like, intentionally uh... being passive-aggressive is what I was trying to say. Like, I wasn't being like, I'm going to do this on purpose and, like, not reflect on yeah. anything. Oh, my gosh. Like... We have to move on from it because there's a person in my life that's being so passive-aggressive and I'm over it right now. <laughs> gosh, and it's okay. very activating. Okay, keep going down the long. list. Um, <laughs> secrets and privacy. Secrets and privacy are not the same thing. What's unhealthy about this is when you conflate the two. Mm -hmm. Everyone deserves privacy and everyone deserves truth. And what I mean by that is like a lot of people who keep secrets that in unhealthy ways believe that they are just being private and that's not what's happening. Yeah. And no one deserves intentional, harmful lying. (laughs) (laughs) you had to to caveat that (laughs) but to move into like the next point is like lying isn't inherently bad inherently bad can be really useful it's a very useful skill Mm -hmm. um but how you use it and you're the function behind it and what you gain from that is crucial yes to to how that impacts what's happening yeah for sure okay with that and like how that how talking about lying and how it impacts other people not understanding yourself and how your behaviors impact others yes not having that self-awareness not have not understanding how you are received and land with other people yes it, oh my gosh, yeah. I've known so many people in my life where it's like they just have absolutely no awareness mm-hmm. of like how them as a person impacts the relationships in their life, even if that relationship is at a distance. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like even if you're just going about your day and you're just like, well, I'm just over here existing. Why does it matter how what I'm doing over here impacts my relationships over here? Yeah. Right? Like that happens so much with people that I know. And it's frustrating because it's like, that's the problem. You yeah. have no awareness. You're not paying attention to like how you existing in the world impacts those around you. Yeah. Right. Whether that's coworkers, partners, friendships, anything. Yeah. Right. For sure. And that is just such a kind of like it's lacking that that like consideration of others. Yes. Right. Yes. Like just so self oriented. Just not. Just literally not thinking about, like, just not thinking about other people. Which then often indicates to me that you're not, you're either so present with yourself that, like, other people just don't matter, or you're not present with yourself at all, 
and can't reflect in in any way, shape, or form. But it, yeah, and it, but the thing the thing yeah. is is that like when that happens, when folks don't understand how their behaviors impact other people, they're not thinking about themselves in a reflecting way. Yes, exactly. Like they're not. Yeah. Yeah, no. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, like, yeah. you're thinking about yourself, but you're not reflecting yeah. on yourself, right? Mm-hmm. And those are very different things. Yeah. Um. So that's... <laughs> but you are thinking about how other people impact you, which is an interesting thing. Ooh. That is... A lot of folks that engage in that type of behavior think about mm-hmm. how other people impact them, but so not the other way around. True. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just... Yes. I mean, I knew that already, yes. but, like, I wasn't thinking about that in this moment. <laughs> and, like, how just, like, accurate that is. Yeah. That, like, how, like, um, like, hypocritical yes. it is. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it makes me mad. Because it's self-centeredness. Yes. It's saying that, like, Everything everyone else needs it's to so change. Everyone else is, there's yeah. something wrong with other people. Yeah. And other, how do they not see how they're impacting me? Yes. How do they not see what they're doing to me? Mm-hmm. And it's, like. Bro, how do you not see what you're doing to everybody to me, else right now? Like <laughs> yeah, what? 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 And also, like if you're in relationships with people, it is never just that other person. Nope, never. Nope. So like if you're sitting here thinking, oh, this person does this to me, this person, you know, doesn't understand me or here for me or blah 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 me. Yeah. If the end of your sentence ends with me, yeah, you've got it wrong, and you yeah. need to turn it around. Exactly. Because like. You need to start considering the ways you're also impacting that relationship. Yes. And if you're impacting. not, impacting. Imp- <laughs> imp- I'm sorry, I got caught up. <laughs> I got caught up. Impacting. Yes. Um, and if you're not, there's no way you're gonna have a healthy relationship Mm-mm. with other folks. Definitely. Mm-mm. Definitely not. Um, passive aggressiveness reminded me of the people often engage in passive aggressiveness to. As a form of avoidance, mm-hmm. which is why it feels really <sighs> activating for me because yes. of the person that I'm thinking of yes, yes, yes. in my life right now. Um, and people are so avoidant. I and I and I get it right because what avoidant what happens avoidance is a result and a symptom of not having safe conflict and not having safe relationships. Right, because yes. why else would you avoid? Because it hasn't. It ha- yes. Why else? Yes. Right. So I get it. And stop. Stop. <laughs> stop it. Stop. <laughs> stop it. Stop. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because yeah. it doesn't. I can't. I don't know what's going on. I can't. We can't come to a resolution. We can't try to repair. We can't figure it out. If you are avoiding me. Yes. Yeah. Right? Even if you need space, even if you need time, whatever, what have you, right? It is okay. Those things are okay. But avoiding isn't useful. No, not at all. It's really counterproductive to maintaining relationships. Yeah. Right? Obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) But, oh, yeah, it's hard for me. And I've had many... Many of friends that have been very avoidant, yep. and we've had to do a lot of work on that. And I mean, I'm glad we did, but 
it's it's rough yes sometimes <laughs> yes for sure and I get and like it's not no one is immune to being avoided being avoided oh no I'm yeah we're all avoided um, to some degree. yes I avoid the dishes for as long as I can uh I still yeah. do them every single day they're never ending yeah no one tells you that when about being an adult but that's the thing that you'll be doing every day of your life dishes yeah yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> this next your relationship thing, to dishes, you want to avoid it. Relationship is bad. To yeah. Anyways, okay. it's bad. <laughs> um, the next thing is specific, more specific to romantic or sexual relationships, which is quote unquote cheating, mm-hmm. right? Because like, what is what even is cheating? Yes. Um. Everyone understands cheating differently. Everyone, like, what happens when, I don't know how to explain this, like. Cheating is such a, um, uh, spicy word. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. <laughs> it's spicy. It is. What? Because it immediately comes, and, you know, cheating is, quote unquote, bad, right? But it's, like, immediately comes with this, like, negative, like, really yes. severely negative yes. connotation, which is why I say it's, like, spicy isn't the right way to describe that, yeah. I think, but that's the first thing that came to mind. <laughs> it's a very weighted word. Yeah. For thank sure. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> spicy. <laughs> spicy. Because I don't think... Because I think when we talked about this originally, I... The feelings that I have about cheating are like, it's not the cheating in and of itself that is the bad thing. It is the violating of the boundary of your relationship. Because it is not the sleeping with the other person, the making out with somebody, the like emotional intimacy with somebody. It is the violation of the boundary that you've set within your relationship. Um, be, Which and that violation the, could have happened in many other ways. Exactly, exactly. Because in many relationships, that boundary shifts. Totally right. Because, um, it, I feel no type of way about my partner looking at another human, flirting with another human, whatever. I feel no type of way about that. Yeah. A lot of folks feel very strongly about that. So Those are not folks you... that I should be in romantic relationships <laughs> yeah. with, but whatever. I also think if own. you do feel really strongly about things as, um, like, like looking at another person, flirting, whatever. Um, yeah. Those things, if you have a, a really, really big feelings about that, uh-huh. that indicates to me that you have a lot of insecurities yes. around and a lot of difficulties with trusting people yes. in your life. Yes. Right? And so that is an indicator of, like, you've got some work to do there. Yes. Um, it's yeah. not about this other person. It's about you. Yeah. A lot of the time. Yeah. But it's wild, though, too, because I think I think there are relationships in which I might consider unhealthy in that regard, right? That, like, maybe even both partners agree that they're not going to even ogle another person <laughs> I, like I don't like that word at all. <laughs> but like not just like glance more than glance at another person sure. right um 
and both of them agree that that makes the, makes them uncomfortable. Yeah. They both agree that that would be a violation of their relationship. And they can live their whole lives isolating in that way and feel good about that and sure. feel good about that relationship. That would be a very unhealthy relationship for me, right? Does that make sense? And in in my definition of what is unhealthy, but for them that works. Does that yes. make sense? Well, it'd be unhealthy, unhealthy for you because you wouldn't be in agreement with the other person on that. Well, no, I still think I still think when I look at that, I still think that's unhealthy. Oh, but for sure. they they may or may not live their whole the rest of their lives together happily with that. Yes. Uh, happily, I don't know. Yeah. They're gonna post pictures on Instagram <laughs> saying that they're happy. <laughs> yeah. Well, Does think, that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that I think kind of gets into like the subjectivity of like how individually you define your relationship as healthy or unhealthy. Yeah. You know, and a lot of people will define it as healthy when. Maybe objectively, it's not. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Cheating. What's next? Cheating. Oh. Again. <laughs> Let's keep talking about it. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah. I mean, in that that's the thing, too, that goes with that is um, just checking your jealousy. Or about, not checking your or jealousy. Or not checking your jealousy, yeah. Um, and that, I think, comes up for most people, like... It's hard not to have feelings of jealousy. It's a common feeling in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. But like like I said, it says a lot about you and kind of indicates like there's internal work that needs to be done when that's something you're experiencing really often or yeah. intensely. Yeah. Um, you know, when it's distressing and bad for like it's, harmful to you. Right, right. It's not you know, unhealthy to experience jealousy. Yeah, no. It's unhealthy to not have a way of navigating jealousy within your relationships and internally yes 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 yeah we're just gonna yeah 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 yeah. i I totally agree with you madeline 100 (laughs) percent. yes do you agree with me are we in agreement no oh okay (laughs) (laughs) yeah and i think like one of the this isn't the last thing but this kind of like the last one of the more major points um, it's the last thing on our list before we got exhausted. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We There's a lot. Yeah. But <laughs> the last major thing was that, like, assuming the other person's thoughts, feelings, and intentions, uh-huh. and expecting, also expecting them to read your mind. Yeah. Um, oh. Right? So, like, assuming that you understand them and what's happening with them, mm-hmm. and that they can also do the same yeah. for you and read your mind yeah. which neither is true or should be happening yeah right and that indicates like poor ability to really have a skill around understanding the other person mm-hmm. and their behaviors and intentions right like being curious about what's going on is not is a far more um like something we should strive far more towards being curious oh, rather yeah. than being um, assuming. Being assuming. Being assuming. Yes. Is that how you say that? It is being now. Assuming? It... Being assuming? Being sumptuous? Is that a word? Uh, presumptuous? Eh, I don't know. I don't know. Either way. Or don't assume. Hands. Be curious. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I was trying to say. Don't assume. Be curious. I'll put that on a, on a tapestry. 
<laughs> yeah. And and yeah, once again, expecting people to read your mind. Ain't nobody reading your mind. No, no I can't and read your mind. And it's unfair. It's unfair. I can't do it. To expect them to. Yeah. And to read your mind accurately. Yeah. You know, like, that's that's not happening. Don't yeah. do that. Don't assume that you understand when you don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. I can't. I can't. I wish I could read people's minds, but I, I'd get paid a lot more than I do. I'd be rich. True. But I don't. I don't. And, also, I, don't, I can't. That didn't sound... I'd be down. Just, I'd be down. Know. I think I would be down, but I also... Downed. <laughs> Did I say down? I said down. Oh. <laughs> I can't with my wording today. Um. <laughs> Even that just said, I can't. No. I can't. <laughs> We're falling apart. Oh, gosh. Anyway. Good luck trying to make it through this episode. <laughs> if you made it this far, you a real one. <laughs> For real. All right. Rapid fire. Things not to do in a relationship. Okay. 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 Am I it's not rapid fire? No. <laughs> okay, okay. Don't don't sleep with their family members. Okay. Don't kill their pet. Don't steal their identity. Oh, don't smash their dishes. Don't steal their dishes. <laughs> <laughs> don't marry their grandma. Don't bury their grandma. <laughs> don't steal the gas from their car. Don't steal their car. <laughs> What's up with you and stealing? <laughs> I said Barry. <laughs> Don't change the locks on their house and be a squatter. <laughs> um, don't, um... Don't, oh. don't only hang out with them in order to get rides to the airport. <laughs> <laughs> um, what if they're in, like, a sugar baby, sugar daddy situation? And that's, like, their form of... Exchange. Rides to the airport? Look. The only the Look. only thing they give you. How often are you going to the airport? To meet their other sugar daddy. <laughs> <laughs> don't. <laughs> it's, like a, it's like not. A, they don't have. They don't make enough money to be a sugar daddy. So they're like a sugar. Caddy. <laughs> show up to their place of employment and try to take their job. <laughs> Don't <laughs> lock them in your basement. Oh, God. <laughs> Don't lock them in your attic, either. <laughs> Don't lock them in any part of your house. <laughs> Unless that's consensual. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that's a different episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't lock them in your house and tell them it's an escape room when it's not. <laughs> oh gosh. Um don't um uh tell them that you know how to go 
paragliding and then shove them off a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell them you guys are going to gonna go on a trip together and then not show up to the airport with them. <laughs> don't leave them in another country where they don't speak the language. Oh, no. <laughs> don't trade them for something. Don't trade them for something. Yeah. <laughs> don't bet them in a poker game. <laughs> yes, exactly. Don't use them as collateral. <laughs> for your gambling addiction. Don't use them as the lien on your house. <laughs> I mean, you can't oh, anyway, but whatever. Wow, we could go on. There's so many things you should not do. Yeah. Anyways. We're the experts. What did I say? Experts earlier? Dude, I don't know. That was so long ago. It was a a lifetime ago. All right. Let's get into this last final stretch of things that are Mm -hmm. important to kind of leave off on. Mm -hmm. Um, One of those things is how do we actually build relationships of any kind? I don't know. We're trying to figure it out. It's a question for you, actually, the listeners. Yeah. Um, let us know. Let us know in the comments. Um, actually, so, okay, so somebody asked me, one of my friends that was just visiting um, had asked me, like, they were like, your par- you like your relationship with my partner is, like, really healthy. How do you, like, how do you do that? Like, how are you so healthy? And I was like, I don't know. You're like, listen to my podcast and see this. (laughs) (laughs) I think I hesitate to be like, this is how I stay in healthy relationships. It sounds kind of douchey. But I also like, I don't know. I I don't always know how to build healthy relationships because I'm... I'm constantly building and rebuilding. And also what is building a healthy relation? What is building relationships for me looks different than building relationships for other people because the things that I need to unlearn and relearn is different. Yeah. I was going to say, I think it really depends on yourself. Like how, how you build relationships is not going to be the same as how other people build relationships. Mm -hmm. Um, and, like, how I build relationships is very, I, I would prefer to be slow and intentional. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Which is just how I... That's a good I, answer. I like that. Thanks. Yeah. I That's agree. That's, like, how I am, is that, yeah. like, I want my relationships, I want to know that the relationships I'm building are going to be, like, I want to know, I want to understand what type of relationship I'm building with each person, mm-hmm. right? So, like, for some people, I go slow because I want to know, like, is this going to be one that's lasting? Is this going to be one that goes deep? Is this going to be one that is mm-hmm. purely um, for a particular reason, mm-hmm. right? Like, I don't know. And so <laughs> I like to go slow because I don't want to go too fast and then get myself into a situation with someone where – I suddenly developed this friendship where I right. can't back out of. Right. <laughs> um, and I like to be intentional. So I want, that's just how I am in general. Yeah. Um, but like, I want to spend time thinking about that person and considering like, what kind of relationship are we building together? Right. right? It's not about me. It's about like us and like, yeah. Yeah. I also, I agree about all of those things. Still my answer. What, what am I, I've not supposed, I can't, 
But... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I gotta like have on, a different answer. On, like, um, we're on like Miss America or something. <laughs> <laughs> I thought of Miss Congeniality. What is your yes. perfect date? <laughs> February. What is your perfect relationship? Or April, April 6th or something like that. I don't remember what she says. Dude, I... Not too hot and not too cold. Don't know. Anyway. Anyways. Yeah. 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 The other... I don't know if you have anything else to add to that, but... Clearly not. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> go ahead. You can steal my answer. No, go ahead. <laughs> um, the other kind of last major point is how do we heal from unhealthy relationships and why did you why do you have your like therapist voice on right now (laughs) (laughs) the other point is yeah that was kind of a therapist uh (laughs) phrasing and and tone (laughs) (laughs) really got into it on that one um how do we heal from unhealthy relationships Oh my gosh. Um, there are so many ways that we heal, right? Um, first, obviously, like therapy, individual therapy, couples therapy, group therapy, family. Yes, yes, yes. Um, all of the, and all of those types of therapy teaches you different types of things. Yes, yes, yes. Right? Um, so I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. Uh, I talked about it at the very beginning, but like, like, think about it this way. If if you are not in therapy and or if you're not engaging in therapy in this way, I invite you to think about therapy as such. Therapy is unlearning and relearning how to be in relationships. Yes. So when you... So be intentional about how you engage in it as such. Mm-hmm. You'll get so much more out of it that way. Yeah. So much more. And I, yeah, that's the thing is like, um, folks often don't realize that like you going into therapy is a relationship that you mm-hmm. are building with someone. Mm-hmm. And so like, if you're not showing up in that relationship with your therapist mm-hmm. in the way that you want to be showing up in your other relationships, right? you're not going to be able to learn as much right. and use that knowledge to, to generalize to your other relationships. Right. Um, and hopefully your therapist is good. Hopefully right? your therapist is helps you with and, that and, that and is like a safe person <laughs> yes. for you to be your most authentic genuine self where you can like do these things with yes. that's right? hard to find i think sometimes, sometimes yeah um, but hopefully yeah you find one that you can do that with yeah um, for sure yeah and who's willing to do that with you so, yeah definitely yeah um go ahead Oof. This is a, a list of things here. <laughs> <laughs> we had a lot of lists today. We had a lot of lists today. It's um, good. One of the things that we need to really um, uh, do to heal from unhealthy relationships is two two parts: acknowledging and accepting. Um, yes, and that can be. That's where the list starts. So many things. <laughs> yeah, some rad- practicing some radical acceptance. Yes. Um, and one of those things to start out is not everyone wants to be in a relationship with us. Yeah. So there are some people I do not want to be in a relationship with. Mm -hmm. 
there and and it's okay that other that's it's okay that not everyone wants to be in a relationship with us yes that's not that doesn't that doesn't mean that we're a bad person mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that we are that doesn't mean something bad about us no it just means that they don't want to be in a relationship with us yeah that's okay it's not a good fit that's yeah. okay not every relationship we've had or have was or is good for us yeah so that's once again it's not a good fit, <laughs> right? And, like, relationships that may have felt good at the time, if we later realize that there was a lot of things that weren't good about it, it's okay to accept that and acknowledge yeah. that, like, relationships aren't always wholly good. <laughs> <laughs> that was me pushing the sound effect button. We uh, <laughs> have a synthesizer in front of yeah. us. And relationships aren't always entirely bad, you know? They, it's a mixture, and we don't have to... Yes. We don't have to uh, live in either extreme or, or seek yes. in either extreme. Um, good relationships can end. It doesn't mean it was supposed... Just because a relationship is good doesn't mean it's supposed to last forever. Yeah. They could so, be existing in small parts of your life. Yeah. Something I was talking... Um, to, I was talking to one of my friends about this, this week actually, where, and it's something I've said to some other folks as well, where, um, it's, uh, like if your relationship doesn't work out with somebody, albeit if a friendship grows apart, if a romantic relationship ends, it doesn't mean that it was bad, yeah. A, and maybe it, it served, it probably served a purpose, a point oh, yeah. in your life that doesn't mean that you need that it has to continue for the rest of your life and it doesn't mean you have to go back to it just yeah. because it was good it's okay for it to have served its purpose yeah. yeah and you don't need it to still serve that purpose Correct. potentially right yeah um yeah i think people get really really caught up in thinking that because a relationship was good that means mm-hmm. it has to sustain Correct. and maintain yeah, yeah. And that's not necessarily true yeah you can you can look back on that and be like that was a good one. Yeah. And it's okay. Yeah. It ended. Yeah. Um, people who love, people we love can also be toxic and people who love us can also be toxic. Yeah. I think that's a sad one and a hard one for people to think about. Yeah. Too. It's like acknowledging, yeah, that like <clears throat> love and toxicity um, can exist at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and just because there were good parts of a relationship that has ended mm-hmm. doesn't mean you should go back to that mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. for sure. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. Just keep keep it moving. It's okay. Once again, it was good. Yeah, served its purpose. Let's not. <laughs> Let's rethink Let's, that. Let's... <laughs> um, <laughs> relationships with animals are far superior. <laughs> yeah. That was Rachel's contribution. I, just... I mean, they really are. Let's just acknowledge and accept that, like, our relationships to other things outside of people sometimes, such as animals. And plants. And plants or earth or whatever can be more healing than interpersonal oh, yeah. relationships. Right? Yeah. They can be superior. Yes. They can meet our needs in ways that... You said are far superior you didn't say can be. It was a bold be. statement when I made it that night, okay? <laughs> it's a bold statement. But really what my point is saying 
that like those relationships with things outside of just interpersonal relationships can meet our needs as well. Yeah. And we didn't really talk about any of that in this episode, but that's just something we need to recognize and I think honor. For sure. Yeah. Okay. So those are some things that we, I mean, I'm, this isn't an exhaustive list in terms of like things that in order. Are our lists exhaustive? I don't know. They're long. That's a big question. Keep going. Didn't mean to interrupt you. (laughs) I lost it. Sorry. Sorry. I lost it. It's gone. It's not an exhaustive list. I don't know. There's a lot to it. I don't know where you're going. I don't know. I'm sorry. I ruined it. It's okay. We also need to acknowledge and accept. (laughs) I'm dejected. I'm sorry. (laughs) Sometimes I see an opportunity and I take it and then it ruins what you were saying. Um, We also need (laughs) to really um, acknowledge our own kind of triggers, expectations, uh, attachment issues mm-hmm. that we don't want to talk about a lot of the time. And we need to work on those. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Like really do that, things. that inner intrapersonal work. Right? Yes. Um, Dig deep that's hard. inside. Go but inward. But you will benefit so Go much inward. if you do it. Yeah. Go Here. inward. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like you're at the start of a meditation. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> here's something on a separate note here's something (laughs) that i've been thinking about and i had mentioned it to you before Mm -hmm. but i have a hot take um on something relational hot take unconditional love doesn't exist um but that doesn't mean your relationship should be conditional what i mean by that is that whenever people talk about unconditional love um they are often talking about, like, there are no bounds to my love. I will love you no matter what. There is always something, there is always something that you cannot come back from that will break your relationship. Maybe maybe love in and of itself might not be broken because I'm thinking about, like, this parent-child relationship or something Mm -hmm. like that, right? Um, But, like, there are some things you can't come back from. Like, I married and buried your grandma. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Madeline. I feel like I can come back. <laughs> um, and, but it doesn't mean that your relationship has, any relationship has to be conditional. Yeah. And what I mean by that is that, like, you can, love needs to have boundaries. It needs to have bounds in order to keep things safe. Yeah. Boundaries doesn't mean it's conditional. Conditions exist in relationships. Can be okay. Yeah. It's not like these things that are held over your head. No, not at all. Yeah. Yeah, I think people just need to kind of restructure in their mind what that that means, what that looks like. Yeah. Yeah. And it's messed up. That's also, like, very manipulative to say, like, my love for you is unconditional. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. My love. Yeah. And yours should, therefore yours should be back. Exactly. So like I can say or do, it gives me like pass to say or do whatever I want to you. 
and you should still love me. Yeah. There is nothing you can do that will make you that will make me stop loving you. Ah. Ah. <laughs> I mean the threshold for you, Rachel, is much higher than a lot than other people, right? But that what threshold exists. That? What? What makes you say my threshold is higher? No, your threshold of like the the limit that's like we're saying that unconditional love is like the limit does not exist right (laughs) (laughs) and i'm saying like your limit is much higher much further along than somebody else's in my life but that doesn't mean it doesn't exist yeah yeah. i have well for sure limits yeah (laughs) why did you have to say it like that for sure i have (laughs) oh my god oh gosh anyway there's my hot take my other hot take my hot take, I mean. <laughs> Your other hot take? <laughs> uh, is healthy codependency can exist. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> I think we're proof. <laughs> I thought you said we weren't going to talk about it. Did I say that? Earlier, yeah. I think. Oh. I think so. I'm pretty sure. It's been a long night. <laughs> <laughs> Was that today? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, that's, I'm just, I think you can have levels of codependency, but you could just acknowledge and accept it. <laughs> <laughs> We're practicing radical We're practice, acceptance. Radical acceptance. All right. All right. On that note. That's enough of us for today. <laughs> anything else you want to add before we wrap up for today? I actually don't have any specific final thoughts. Dang, that should have been your hot take. That should have been the... Should have been. Hot take. Healthy codependency. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Thanks once again for wasting your time with us. Please follow, share, and give us money for our troubles. We hope you join us for our next session, whenever that may be.